Luke, what is something about you that most folks might be surprised if they found out that it was true? Oh, I don't know. See, nothing about me is a surprise to me. <laughs> so, right. Um, I am a huge VR nerd. I'm in VR multiple times a week, and I play on a competitive. Uh, I play competitive VR esports. I was in the car the other day with Jaden, and it was my son, thirteen, and we ended up playing uh, one of your songs from your band. And he was, he was like, is that, that's really Luke. Which band? And he's like, that's like quite good. I don't remember <laughs> the name of it. <laughs> well, I, I used to play in a band called the Wells, which nobody will be able to find that music anywhere. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, except for a copy that I've, I've, I've still got. I don't know. That mustn't have been it that you were listening to. Um, more recently though, a friend of mine, Ross He's been writing music together. We've been playing music together since we were in high school, and so uh, yeah, we've been we've been recording this stuff that that he writes. But I wouldn't call it a band. It's more like Ross plays the music and then wants to record it, so I'll do the bass track for it. You know, it, it was something that Anna had on her phone. So however you shared it with her, it was. Oh, yeah. uh, it could have been. The I was like, I remembered. It, it like it might have been. I remembered from our time back at XWP that you were always into music. I knew you played instruments. I, I'm sure I knew that, but like hearing, I was like, "Wow, that's like quite good." And thank you. It's just another one of those things that uh, that you might not know. So, do you? What instruments do you play most often these days? Bass guitar. I've uh, yeah. I I switch between my sort of uh, expensive electric bass to my. Uh, acoustic bass, which I've been playing a little bit more often, and I just bought a three quarters bass as well. Which um, you know, if this were a video podcast, I'd go grab it and show you. Uh, but uh, it's it's a lot of fun because it's like the the neck is a lot shorter and it feels a lot lighter. I'm using it to teach my daughter, but also I enjoy playing it. it it's got more of a guitar size. When's the last time that you played live? Oh, that's a good like question. For an audience. A long time ago. Not, not, not for a long time. Um, I think, though, that Ross is keen to get to like an open mic night at some point, you know? So one of the things I've loved about some of my WordCamp experiences have been the live music experiences <laughs> I, i've been like pretty happily like surprised by like some of the cover bands that have, i've seen come yeah. out uh just some of like the the solos acts like i'm like wow this is like oh man did we talk cool. about that on crossword the cloud the Cloudfest live band no we did not the, but the that, lords uh, of uptime oh man yes. what a gig Vito from um oh, what's he... Vito's company called oh yeah Atarium. um Vito from Atarum, who's like, you know, a huge in the WordPress space, well, well-known uh, community guy, he is playing electric guitar. And he's not just playing this thing, man, he is rocking. And he's on a lead guitar, solo after solo. He's wirelessly, uh, he's got a wireless lead. And so he's like walking out into the crowd, doing these guitar solos, walking upstairs, you know, holding it up. It's, man, he was just rocking out. And 
the crowd was loving it. I was loving it. What an event. It was really cool. We need to have, I've talked to a couple of Aussies about this before, right? We need to have a WordCamp band and we need to start writing yes. some WordPress related, you know, comedy music. Um, I've already I mean, got a guitarist in mind and, uh, you know, we, the, I'll help the, the writing drummers. And some drummers, so maybe some backing vocals. <laughs> drummers. Well, my my daughter has begun expressing interest in drums, so maybe there's a uh, some future uh, interest there. Um, what's the last uh, what's the last WordCamp that you went to? WordCamp Asia, Asia. Yeah. Uh, what about a local region, like a local one? Though? Those are the big ones. What's the last like small one that you've been to? Mm-hmm. Um, well, WordCamp Brisbane was cancelled. I remember that. So before yeah. that, maybe another WordCamp Brisbane. WordCamp around around Australia, WordCamp Brisbane is sort of the biggest one. I think I, that was the So Angela Jin, who leads a community for WordPress.org, just dropped an announcement a couple of days ago talking about the new new WordCamps, or rather the new purpose statement for mm-hmm. WordCamps. I'm gonna read that real quick. WordPress events spark innovation and adoption by way of accessible training and networking for users, builders, designers, and extenders. We celebrate community by accelerating 21st century skills, professional opportunities, and partnerships for WordPressers of today and tomorrow. So that's the stated purpose of WordPress events. What do you think? Makes sense. I feel the same. It makes sense. I like the emphasis on like skill development and opportunities. One of the things that's surprised me, uh, more so just initially, but not in hindsight, is the a lot of folks will like WordCamps for many are like their first time speaking or organizing. Like there's a, a lot of things that sort of happen first at WordCamps, and there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes in helping prepare these folks and support folks who have not spoken before. And I now know multiple people who have become quite good at what they do, and they got their start at their local meetup, at their local yeah. WordPress event. Etc. So, like that skill development. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I, I have to admit that when you read a purpose statement like that, I kind of zone out. You know, like it's sure that's that's not my jam. Uh, what matters, uh, of course, you know, these sort of uh, carefully worded, carefully thought through purpose statements matter. But what really matters is what actually happens at the events. Yeah. And you know, where camps are a great time. And just the intention of opening to try experiment with some new ideas, I think, is is a good idea because you know we're we're start a, starting to feel a little bit stuck. I think you know mm-hmm. after the uh, pandemic, WordCamps are coming back. WordCamp Asia was a great time, but it was the same. It was the same as it sort of always has been, and it started to feel maybe a little bit stale in terms of like, all right, what, why do we go to these web camps? We've got yeah. the same hosts at the same booths. You, we, you know, we've got the same sponsors every time, uh, the same talks even a lot of the time, you know? Um, but so, so mixing it up could be good. You know, you know, last night I went to, um, I, I drove to Brisbane about an hour and a half drive for me and met up with my Pavlov team. Pavlov is the VR game that I play. It's the first time yeah. meeting a lot of these guys in person. It was, nice. it was a good, good, good time. But the reason why, because they're from around Australia, the reason why they're in Brisbane was for a a, a few of them were, were coming up from Sydney, Melbourne to go to a furry convention. 
Ah. And I learned a lot about like furry, um, the furry fandom and culture. Um, these conventions are really interesting things. And when, when I was talking to them about what they do there and what to expect from these sorts of things, I was, had it in my, in my mind, what, how is this similar or different to a word game event? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, and I guess this could be expected, the event itself isn't the most interesting part. The best part is the after parties. You know, and that's mm. also true, in my opinion, for WordPress events. You know, all of the various different after parties that happen, often sponsored by by various different WordPress companies. So maybe we should be leaning more into that. You know, hmm. also another big thing that happens is um, like side parties and like uh, people staying together, traveling, you know, and, and renting apartments together. Maybe we should explore some of that in the WordPress space. Have you ever been to a beach press? I have actually. That was something uh, Chris Lemma used to organize back in the day, and uh, I made it out to one of them. So what do you think? Do you think that format could be applied to and sort of adjusted and turned into a sort of a experimental WordCamp style thing? Yeah. And one of the things I love about what Angela is calling for is like at the end, it's like, hey, if you, if she asked for a better name, but for now it's tentatively called Next Gen WordCamps. And she's like, what ideas do you have? Like we want to, we want to open up and, and try some new things. And uh, a, a beach press s concept, whatever you called it, relative to the location, it could be mountain press, like whatever, ski press, lake press, like there's all sorts of things that you could do. I could see that being like pretty niche, like specialized types of things. Um, the the idea of a camp suggests like maybe like a step up. Like there's there's a lot of room, a lot of space. What would you like to see? I I really like the idea of a of a beach press, although I'm put off by the exclusivity aspect of it. Right. I'd really like to see something that was, I don't know how possible it is, but that was less commercial. I'm worried about WordPress events becoming less about community and more about um, networking sure. amongst salespeople and uh, having booths with people who don't necessarily care about WordPress you know, manning booths because it's good business, you know, oh, that, that's all good stuff. And there's a place for it. Don't get me wrong, but I'd really love to see what it looks like for just people who are passionate about giving back to WordPress. It doesn't have to be a contributed thing or a hackathon. It could be, but just people who are not really there with a commercial purpose in mind, kind of like how a WordPress meetup is supposed to be, but mm. with a longer format. So I do like that as well. I'd like to see more events that are commercial, like even more explicitly so. Mm -hmm. And because I feel like part of the challenge, it's it's also a beautiful thing, but like WordCamps right now feel like a little bit torn between those two points, right? right? Where it's like, oh, it's, it's you know, it's not commercial, but it's also big business. There's a lot of business happening. Users, especially at our major flagship events, I feel like kind of get left in the dust a bit because like these events are increasingly for like the business of WordPress. Mm -hmm. If someone just showed up, like in theory, 50 bucks a ticket, like some, like your local user would like show up and right, hopefully yeah. they'd have a great experience, but it's not really for them at this point. I don't think WordCamp Asia would have been worthwhile going to, to be honest, between you and me and the rest of the podcast listeners, if I wasn't there on business, you know, sure, the, the, the talks, yeah, yeah the, they were, they were good. There, there were some good talks. I remember this one guy 
gave uh, a talk about uh, the, the WordPress ecosystem and uh, commercializing plugins or something like that. That was that was pretty good. But it, in I'm general, sure I don't get a lot out. I, I don't get a lot out of the, the individual tracks. The hallway track is where it all happens yeah. for me. And and so, if, which if ends up no not business, feeling all that fair to the speakers, right? Like, because right. some of those speakers put in a ton of effort to like get there to like put it, and you want them to have a good audience. And it it's like, well, maybe this isn't. It's clearly not become the point for those big events. It's much more about business. Whereas if we had events that were more explicitly about community, more explicitly about like commerce, then it might mitigate some of those things you're not going to have right now it's like a disconnect organizers work hard to get really interesting diverse speakers they do that successfully Mm -hmm. and then there's 20 30 40 people in the room when like it's you know the the topics are great and also the topics are limited in scope because of the time you know and the amount of time set aside for it so i run a wordpress meetup that we we meet monthly on the sunshine coast and what i've learned is that that people love a good talk. Don't get me wrong. Like there, there are some, some great topics people like to hear about, take notes, but there's a, a limited number of topics, right? They want to hear about mm-hmm. what are the best security? How did you do SEO? You know, like there's a limited set of things, but people love a workshop. If it's mm. like an all day event or something yeah. like that, I think that there's definitely room for that. And I, I'd really love to see something that's maybe targeted at bringing people up to speed with WordPress that, maybe don't have as much experience over two or three days. What would it look yeah. like? Actually, I was inspired by um, the the word WP Briefing podcast uh, that was sort of talking about the 20th anniversary of WordPress that just Joseph released it this week. And I was thinking, like, what? there's all of these uh, ideals that come with WordPress. What would it look like to do a two-day course that taught someone how to write PHP for WordPress, how to write JavaScript mm. for WordPress, but also like how to be a part of the community. What are the various different make teams and what do they do? How do you attend a meeting and what does that look like? You know, How do you contribute to core? These sorts of questions I think would be really interesting to dive into in a sort of work- workshop format. I love that Angela made reference to the next generation. Uh, we both have kids, a decent amount, I think, of, of folks listening are at that stage where you've got kids. And I, I'm, I'm excited. Like WordCamp at, uh, Europe in Athens has childcare. They're putting some conscious efforts into accounting for that. And I'm hoping to see more kids-specific programming. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what's next. <laughs>